Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you so much for joining us for what is now the sixth annual mock-off season with Dan Feldman, Danny LaRue, Kevin Pelton, and myself. This is the first one of the Dunked On Prime era, however. In this first episode, we're going to try to do things a little differently because we have so little time between the draft and the offseason. Usually we wait until after the draft, but we're actually going to do some of the trades that have been rumored. Drew Holiday, Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook, the Golden State $17.2 million trade exception, and then we're even going to do a truncated mock draft just to make sure that we have a good idea of how that might affect the signings that teams are going to make so that's what we'll cover here in part one part two will be available exclusively to dunked on prime subscribers there is a link to subscribe here in the show notes and we are offering a special for the mock-off season 35 percent off the monthly price for dunked on prime total access if you get a year's subscription and what you get with total access in addition to four pods per week subscription and then the fifth one ad free is you get access to our cap sheets updated live in real time during transaction periods the same ones that danny and i use our cap projections you get access to the dunked on prime discord great community there with fellow basketball dorks like i assume yourself if you're listening to this you get Danny's and my chats in the Discord and other little odds and ends as well. For example, we're going to publish the cap sheet of what everyone's teams look like after this mock-off season. We're going to publish the list, obviously, of all the trades, all the signings that we end up doing. This mock-off season is going to end up finding a home for every major free agent. And, of course, the rest of this, as we go through all of those free agents, will be available exclusively on Dunked On Prime. We invite you to join us especially for that special year membership at 35% off the monthly price. All right, the time has come. We had to change things up a little bit this year and do the mock-off season before the draft. So we're actually going to do a little bit of mock draft here with these guys. We're going to do some of the trades as well that are rumored to be out there. And then, of course, we are going to find homes for all of the major free agents i will be the player agent although i may jump in for some of the trades just to prevent too much self-dealing and i'm joined by danny larue my frequent partner kevin pelton of espn dan feldman of nbc sports how's it going gentlemen good how are you great yes yes thank you not overlapping (laughs) yeah i got no it was overlapping no i wasn't yeah danny knows better right uh So why don't you guys just go through, you can alternate here, and we've split up the 30 teams among all of you guys. We're all salary cap experts uh, in at one level or another. Uh, So we're going to follow, of course, all the salary cap rules in doing these trades and signings. But why don't you tell us who your teams are? You can alternate and just give us a 
brief idea of generally what you're hoping to accomplish here. Uh, Why don't we start with you, Dan? The Detroit Pistons are looking to sign a point guard, uh, but they want to remain flexible and and be better now, but not really uh, hamstring themselves for the future or failing that they're definitely open to being a dumping ground for teams trying to dump salary. That's great. Now that we've started with the Pistons, everyone has turned this off and we can really be free (laughs) knowing that no, no one is listening. Uh, Danny. I would like to point out that whoever (laughs) made this sheet put my teams in whatever order they put them in and they were first. (laughs) Okay. uh, Phoenix Suns are looking to improve in the short term without giving up pieces of their exciting young core. They can also function either over the cap by keeping Dario Sarge's hold and some of their free agent holds, or they can have about 19, $20 million in space. The Atlanta Hawks are looking at $43.6 million in cap space and looking to add cost-controlled talent in their prime, particularly shooters and defenders. The New York Knicks want to win right now, but we're turning over a new leaf, uh, looking for younger players so that we are not stuck long-term. The Charlotte Hornets are looking to set the table for future success without overpaying free agents, and we could also be a super fun site. Um, we have $20.3 million in space with 11 players on roster. The Brooklyn Nets are hoping to re-sign Joe Harris at a reasonable cost, and maybe we'll trade for Drew Holiday. We'll see. The Chicago Bulls would like to add wing depth, uh, either through the draft and or the mid-level exception. The Oklahoma City Thunder are looking to move Chris Paul and any other veterans if we can get positive value. We're open to sign and trading to Noah Gallinari if, we, if it helps our team and add free agents who fit a longer-term vision, potentially a rebuild. And we're about even with the cap with 12 players on roster, which means we're $25 million below the tax line. And we also, as a facilitator, have trade exceptions worth about two trade exceptions worth 9 and $10 million respectively. Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers need to know a player agent. Uh, Andre Drummond, is he going to be declining that player option for next season? Uh, I think he might be. <laughs> that would be exercise, yeah. But uh, assuming that's the case, then we our, our goal is really just not to pay the luxury tax here because we're over the cap. Yes, thank you. I, I was so fired up to uh, <laughs> do, do that voice that I chose the opposite nomenclature. But yes, he will, in fact, be opting in to uh, $28 million. Thank you. That's about what I think. The Memphis Grizzlies already made their big acquisition of the offseason in Justice Winslow, uh, but still we're looking to supplement our young core, particularly a shooting guard. That probably means just keeping restricted free agent DeAnthony Melton. The Minnesota Timberwolves are looking to continue building a strong long-term foundation, and we're looking to retain Malik Beasley and Wancho Hernan Gomez if possible, but if a team gets ridiculous, we won't do that. The Wolves are $25 million under the tax with 12 players on our books. Uh, the Indiana Pacers, after guaranteeing TJ McConnell's $3.5 million salary, we have very limited flexibility with regards to the luxury tax. So hopefully we can bring back Justin Holiday, who is an important part of our team, but really just not paying the tax is our primary goal. The Washington Wizards plan to re-sign Davis Bertans and use whatever left of of the middle of exception that can keep us below the luxury tax uh, because this is a make-or-break year for us. We've got to get the eight seed right now. <laughs> The Golden State Warriors are looking to to assemble the best team possible for the 2020-21 season without sending an insane amount that is a little bit different with the recalculation of the luxury tax that was recently announced. And we are we have this $17.2 million trade exception. We're only going to use that for a significant upgrade. That is our, our battle plan right now. The LA Clippers are hoping to do better if we get a 3-1 lead in this year's playoffs and also to re-sign our own free agents at a reasonable cost while adding talent using the tax MLA. 
the Houston Rockets are going to try to contend for a championship around James Harden and probably Russell Westbrook, but we're at least starting to be open to maybe listening to Russ trades. And uh, because we're all about winning, we'll definitely pay the luxury tax. The Toronto Raptors are looking to maintain a 30% max slot for 2021 or a clear way to get there. Um, we need to save about $34 million for a player who could be named later, and we have roughly $50 million in space right now. But we're also looking to put together the best team possible for 2020-21, given that constraint, and we're about $43 million below the luxury tax. The Miami Heat are in a similar boat, also concerned with maintaining flexibility for 2021 free agency, but want to re-sign our key free agents, Jay Crowder and Goran Dragic. The Boston Celtics are going to chase stars and come up just short. Uh, beyond that, we're... <laughs> We're going to try and clear our roster spot crunch, avoid too large of a luxury tax bill, and ideally use the mid-level exception to add some bench depth. The Dallas Mavericks are similarly looking to maintain a 30% max slot for 2021 and put the best team possible on the floor for the upcoming season, given that constraint. The New Orleans Pelicans are going to consider trading Drew Holiday, try to re-sign or replace Derek Favors, and for the con- third, third consecutive mock offseason slash trade deadline, try to upgrade on Nicolo Melli is a stretch pig. <laughs> <laughs> the Los Angeles Lakers are going to re-sign Anthony Davis uh, and then try and thread the needle of uh, maximizing championship contention next year and maintaining flexibility for 2021 free agency. The Denver Nuggets are going to consider bigger swings, but stay confident in our core. Unless the asking price is right, we're going to retain Jeremy Grant if reasonable and build the best team possible for 2020-21 and beyond without going into the tax. And we are $29 million under the tax, keeping Monte Morris and Tory Craigsholds. Uh, the Philadelphia 76ers are hoping to upgrade our shooting without exorbitant standing into the luxury tax, which we're already well into without anyone. The Milwaukee Bucks are going to hope Giannis signs his Supermax extension, and if he doesn't, we're still not going to trade him. We're going to try and impress him. Uh, Maybe that comes via a point guard upgrade uh, in a trade, or maybe it's upgrading another position in free agency. We are open to paying the luxury tax, uh, but probably not too much. The Utah Jazz are looking to figure out our long-term future with Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, and potentially Mike Conley, depending on how he's feeling, Um, and we use our remaining spending power to fortify and retain our bench. And we're about $10 million below the tax with a whopping 14 players on roster. The Portland Trailblazers are looking to shore up a rotation without a lot of 2021-22 spending when that extend, Supermax extension for Damian Lillard kicks in. So as part of that end, we are going to guarantee Trevor Reese's $12.8 million salary for this season, but uh, still have the ability to use our non-taxpayer mid-level exception. The Orlando Magic are looking for another point guard to go with Markel Fultz, and uh, otherwise we're just going to keep trudging along toward media. Sacra- <laughs> <laughs> the Sacramento Kings are looking to make the best possible team for, for the coming season within reason. And while we would prefer to bring back Bogdan Bogdanovich, we have match rights. We will listen to sign and trade possibilities if it makes sense for us, especially if the offer sheet is getting on the expensive side. The San Antonio Spurs are hopefully going to be realistic about where they are and, you know, focus on their young talent after the successful run in the bowl. So we'll see if any of that happens. Their, their real goal is to avoid the luxury tax. And we are going to guarantee Trey Lyle's 5.5 million salary for next season. Is that it? That is it. All right. So. <laughs> 
Man, it is crazy to think that I've been working with Helix Sleep since 2015. And I think that's because my story with them seems to really resonate with listeners. If you've never heard it before, that was kind of the beginning of the direct-to-consumer boom. And there was another very prominent mattress company at that time that was trying to convince you that mattresses were one-size-fits-all. They found the one formula, the one mattress that was going to work for everyone. My then-girlfriend, now-wife, and I ordered that mattress. We ended up having to return it because, hey, guess what? Not everyone is the same. And then she did some more research and found Helix Sleep. We took their sleep quiz and we found a mattress that actually worked for us and our body types. And uh, Helix offers 20 unique mattresses. Everybody sleeps differently. And Helix mattresses are designed for specific sleep positions and field preferences, hot or cold, side sleeper, back sleeper. So take that Helix sleep quiz, find your perfect mattress in under two minutes, and it's shipped straight to your door, free of charge. It's no risk because you really need to sleep on the mattress in your own home. You're like, well, how should I order this if I can't sleep? I'm like, yeah, you're not going to learn anything by going to the mattress store and sleeping on the mattress where do I take my shoes off? Do I leave my shoes on? But then my feet kind of hang off the bed because I don't want to put my shoes on the bed. And is it weird that I'm laying here for more than 30 seconds? You can't tell anything under those circumstances. You might as well just order it, get it sent to your house, get that 100 night trial. They're 10 to 15 year warranty, depending on the model. And there's never been a better time to try a Helix Sleep mattress because they are offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash capspace. Easy to slash capspace. We talk about all the time here on the program. That's helixsleep.com slash capspace. This is their best offer yet. I can attest to that since I've been working with them for nine years. And it won't last long with Helix. Better sleep starts now. Don't forget that slash capspace URL to let them know that you came from us. Man, I just love American Giant. Just an amazing clothing company. I was reminded again of how much I love it when I drove from California to Montana over the All-Star break. And you know what it's like when you're on a long road trip and it's cold, particularly when it starts off warm in the bay and then we get into some really cold areas. You're like, well, I don't want to wear like my jacket in the car, but then I get out to fill gas. I'm going to be freezing. But the American Giant hoodie was perfect because despite being made out of a nice heavy material that'll keep you warm it's not too hot as well so i was able to wear it in the car not be too hot step out of the car and still be warm enough when i was filling up gas or going into a restaurant or something that i didn't feel like i needed my jacket even when it was cold outside things are amazingly durable i proposed to my wife wearing an american giant hoodie in the grand canyon almost seven years ago i still own that same hoodie i still wear it constantly and american giant has since spread out into all sorts uh, of other types of clothing like their premium slub crew tee the no bs high-rise pant the slim roughneck pant featured in giant magazine issue two every american giant piece is made in america and designed to last no exceptions and it provides year-round comfort so find a closet staple for every part of your spring days at american-giant.com and get 20 percent off your first order when you use that finger code capspace at checkout you remember we talk about capspace all the time here on the program that's 20 percent off your first order at american-giant.com don't forget that cap space code to let them know you came from us oh a little different format than we usually have we normally would just get right into the signings here but given the fact that we're doing this before the draft and the fact that a number of players point guards all of them appear very likely to be moved let's talk a, a little bit of trade here and uh i think the place to begin 
is with Drew Holiday, I will start by saying as the player agent that there are only certain places that I would be interested in re-signing as Drew Holiday, and I would want to be with a team that I feel can compete for a championship, and also my demands for a contract in the summer of 2021 will start at a four-year deal in the 25 to $30 million range. All right, Pelicans here. Uh, look, we're we're listening to offers. We don't feel a need to move Drew Holiday right now. He's an important part of our team. We think we could potentially re-sign him. And we also have the ability, if we don't feel that way, to trade him at the trade deadline. So we're going to need a really quality piece coming back in return. Uh, you know, I read a very interesting piece on The Athletic by Danny LaRue pointing out that, you know, they already kind of achieved the quantity in terms of draft picks in the Anthony Davis trade. So this one's much more about quality. And I think that well summed up our thinking. Nuggets here. We might as well start this conversation. Uh, we have a couple of different ways to get to matching salary. Um, Gary Harris is the most logical. We actually think Gary Harris would help you quite a bit. And we have other first round picks. But the first the first part of this question that we need to have is actually to to Drew Holiday, which is, do you consider us a sufficient with you a sufficient championship contender where you would be serious about resigning with us? I can't make any guarantees. It obviously would depend on how the year goes. It would depend on what the other options are in free agency but certainly if you're willing to offer a competitive salary along the lines of, of what i was talking about uh you i would say that you would have a decent shot at it i know I, it's that i can't extend right now for six months after being traded at the numbers that i want but certainly if we have a successful year and i have a good role and i feel like we're in championship contention going forward um I would give you guys as good a shot of it as anybody at re-signing me. Okay, good to know. Um, Pelicans, that is not enough assurance for us. I don't know if you were how you're feeling about Michael Porter Jr. That is not enough assurance for us to include him in a deal. So, it, do you see a construction involving you know like future first round picks? We also have our own for this year and Gary Harris that gets you that gets you to the finish line, or should we just stop this year? Yeah, I think that's the kind of construction we might come back to at the trade deadline, but it's not a deal that I'd be willing to make right now. Well, well, Pels, maybe maybe you guys should say should put it out there to teams of just what your minimum would be to move him as opposed to just keeping him. Yeah, I mean, I think so for Brooklyn it's MPJ. Or I'm sorry, for Denver it's MGJ, PJ. For Brooklyn, it's Karis Levert as part of a deal. And for the Warriors, assuming Andrew Wiggins is the matching salary in this and not Draymond Green, we would need both of the the picks, this year's number two and Minnesota's 2021 first round pick. Oof. Warriors here, if it, requ if it requires only one, but you're willing to take on Wiggins, we can have a serious conversation. But if you're asking for both, we're not going to do that. Well, one of those two picks and Andrew Wiggins was worth D'Angelo Russell. So you're telling me that D'Angelo Russell is as valuable as Drew Holiday? Because you didn't seem to feel that way before. I mean, we gave him a max contract. That is That <laughs> well, appears to be how we feel. <laughs> well, uh, also, Nate, I think you're taking over the Nets here. Yes, I am. And I think the, the just to avoid the self-dealing uh, with KP, and as we look at it, I think our package would be built. We would like to save some luxury tax money as well. We can't trade DeAndre Jordan. And I think we would like to include Spencer Dinwiddie rather than Karis LeVert. Our matching salary would be Dinwiddie and Torian Prince. That's It doesn't sound like any of these other teams have made incredible offers. I think Dinwiddie... You would have full bird rights. You could re-sign him. That could be really, really valuable for you. 
Uh, and you know, we, he may not fit within our salary structure to resign and Karras is under contract for another couple of years. So we'd rather include Dinwiddie rather than Karras Levert in this deal. So that's just our, our package here is Dinwiddie and Prince. Um, and you know, maybe we'd throw in, uh, make you take Zan and Musa as well. Again, that sounds like the kind of thing we might revisit at the trade deadline, but if you're not going to come seriously right now, there's no urgency for us to trade Drew Holiday. Yeah, so so it's really about you're just not going to do it. If it's that, it's not a question of whether that's the best offer or not. No, because it's the internal leverage of we don't have to make a move right now. I mean, we think that these offers are going to be out there at the trade deadline too, and we'll know more about our team about at that point. Well, Drew Holiday's agent here, you know... As of right now, we're doing you a favor and we're not coming out and saying we're only going to re-sign with certain teams. But I'm going to just tell you privately, David Griffin, that we may not re-sign. We're not going to give substantial assurances to the Nuggets, whereas we might give substantial assurances to the Brooklyn Nets. And if you find out that you know we haven't gone public with the trade demand yet, but we are considering doing that if you don't move us now. So you may want to revisit this idea that you can just keep me. Bucks? Yeah. Is there anything that uh, that we can do? You know, we have Eric Bledsoe. We have that Pacers pick. We have future first-round picks. Uh, and it sounds like maybe there's not a match if you want some prime asset, but we can put together a decent pool of assets. I mean, I'd be interested in hearing out something built around an unprotected pick in, you know, like 2022. Hmm. Completely unprotected. I think that's what we'd need, yeah. The Bucks already sorry, owe a bunch yeah, of picks, to, right? Yeah, to 2024 would be the earliest they could do that, actually. I'm assuming that would be equally appealing to you. It, it would still work. So we could do Bledsoe and you know whatever portion of Ilyasova needs to be guaranteed and that pick. I think we'd need Dante DiVincenzo in this deal. Uh, we would do it with the pick, not without, without DiVincenzo. We, we like him. We think he's going to play for us next year, contribute. Uh, or we could do DiVincenzo in a protected pick. Mm, I don't. Then that's a, to me two B, you know, B pieces in return rather than an A piece. You don't think an unprotected first round pick with our Giannis possibilities is an A piece? It's got the chance to be an A piece, but well, it's also got the chance to be twenty eight. So true. That's a pretty big risk that we're taking at that point. Uh, Celtics here. Uh, would you be interested in something around? Uh, Gordon Hayward and our three first round picks. I mean, again, that seems to be a quantity thing. We'd start running out of roster spots if we made three first round picks this year. Drats, we almost got Drew Holiday. (laughs) 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 Yeah, maybe if you up it to four first round picks, the the Justice Winslow package, then then they'll be really insane for turning it down. (laughs) That'll leak that we offered four first round picks anyway. What difference does it make? So, Suns here, we're conceptually interested, but considering it sounds like Drew Holiday's looking for a, a serious contender to commit, we have assets, but we're not going to throw those in for a guy who's who's a rental. Uh, and as his agent, I can assure you that he would be with the Phoenix Suns. That hurts my heart. Robert Sarver has a heart? No, but James Jones does. <laughs> uh, not moved at this point. I mean, well, so so. Uh, well, how about maybe Nate? How about unless somebody's willing to up their offer, maybe we move on to a different guard, and maybe one of these teams has a change of heart and ups their offer. Well, I, the Nets may be willing to up up their offer. Um, we, we should we connect uh, Drew's agent with the Nets? Uh, yeah, yeah, we could. Uh, I, I think uh, I'm told uh, by my client that he would be interested in going there. 
And the concern, though, is the money. And I think what what it comes down to is the Nets probably aren't going to be able to actually pay Drew Holiday and Karis LeVert and Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant realistically under the tax next year. Uh, but we would like to hold on to Levert and move him in another deal. So what we are willing to do for now is Spencer Dinwiddie, Torian Prince, and we would throw in our number 19 pick that we have this year uh, from Philly. I mean, that still to me is a starting point offer. That's that's not an offer that I'm I'm taking right now. So is is it just it has to be Levert, or is there other draft equity that you'd be more interested in? I mean, maybe if it's multiple picks, if it's a chance to really control your pick for a period of time. But we also think you're going to be very good for a number of years if you get Drew Holiday. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. We're not going to give up something unless it's lotto protected. You know, I, th- I think D- Dinwiddie. I mean, Dinwiddie is going to be someone that I think has a lot of trade value elsewhere. Um, and also, we're we're kind of we might there could be bigger fish to fry on the horizon at the trade deadline too. You know, that's why we need to hold on to Levert. Like, we don't want to throw all our chips in for Holiday and then Bradley Beal becomes available later. Well, so that, that's a little bit of the concern. The playoffs, so. <laughs> Bradley, that may not be Bradley Beal's goal, however. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think as of right now, this is this is tough. Um, if you want the Nets assistant GM to chime in, I, I mean, I think you make a fair point about waiting for a better offer. And so that would be my hesitancy. I think that's a good point. But just this, I'd put in Levert. Yeah, it's just, it's tough to do that when nobody else is offering anything good either, right? Like he's kind of our our premium asset. And I don't know if Drew Holiday puts us over the top. We want to see where KD and Kyrie are at as well. Uh, I mean, there's risk on both sides here, right? For the Pels, there's a risk that like right now, Drew Holiday is probably the best piece on the board. At this year's trade deadline, that may not be the case anymore. There's definitely risk in waiting here that you might not get as good of an offer at the deadline. See, I don't see that as a big risk because there's more than one team that wants to make this deal. So even if Bradley Beal comes on the market, can't the both Denver and, and Brooklyn can't trade for Bradley Beal. There's only one of him. And maybe in that situation, you end up being the Darren Williams deal to the uh, Nuggets-Carmelo Anthony deal. So... You you would do it for Prince and Lavert and no other draft pick compensation. I would want a draft pick, but it wouldn't necessarily have. It could be pretty heavily protected at that point. Top twenty protected. That's fine. I think we probably actually would want to just do nineteen in this year's draft, um, particularly with our salary concerns. Um, could we also dump uh, Musa on you? Yeah, we could probably make that work. <sighs> do it. <laughs> Come on, we started I, with the Pistons. We need some action. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what, what's uh, what's the. I, I feel like I'm I'm uh, I'm just like uh, you know parachuting in here with the Nets, and it's like I I don't have to live with the consequences of this going forward, right? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I mean, they're my team. I would I would do that trade. Here's yeah. the thing for me. Well, so my perspective is I think that Carousel Hurt is pretty close to properly paid. And so if you can basically get Drew Holiday, if he, you think that he's willing to come back, he only costs 10 million more. So the, the, the relevant, like the relevant cost to the Nets isn't as extreme. I think that Drew Holiday is a better player and more importantly, a better fit with what you identify as the Nets core. And the rest of that stuff is pretty ancillary. 
Yeah, I think, and honestly, for me, I value Levert lower than the rest of the league. Like, if it were just me personally, yeah, I would go ahead and do this. Uh, like, I think it's it's a fair deal. Um, the question is just like, does Levert have some other talent? But th- this is the other thing too, and this is why I am going to do it. Uh, breaking the fourth wall here is, I think Levert's value is just going to go down this year. Like, he's probably going to be the fourth option on this team, uh, and or third at best. So we're doing it. Let's uh, we'll do Prince Levert. Number 19 this year and Zana Musa. All right. No, no, like Warriors, you guys don't want to don't want to jump in here a little bit more. No, not not. I mean, the asking price that they gave for us is just too high. Yeah, we don't have we don't have a Karis Levert equivalent because that I guess is Andrew Wiggins and he's way worse. All right. Well, we have a deal. I'm not going to look look a gift horse in the mouth any further here. So that's have Drew Holiday and I mean and honestly, you know, Prince's bad salary. I think getting off of him helps. True. Levert, you know, you mentioned properly paid. Maybe he's a little underpaid, but uh, you know, the actually to the net, the Nets actually save money this year in this deal too, and might even save money next year depending on what Holiday resigns for. So, yeah, all right, Nets, Nets have done it. So let's get those terms again quickly so we have it. If uh, just to repeat everything, the Brooklyn Nets trade Karis Levert, Torian Prince, Zanin Musa, and the 19th pick to the New Orleans Pelicans for Drew Holiday. Wow. Okay, uh, that was heart pounding. I can't jumping right into that. That was like <laughs> that's, that's just getting thrown into the deep end here. Yeah, I so, mean, for I'll, to get a little to get a little bit peanut gallery here. I mean, the, the challenge for me with the Warriors was like I, I think Drew Holiday is an interesting fit, but a they don't have they don't have that match like kind of the filler salary. And when Pelton said that's what he wants, I'm like, well, I'm not going to give that up for Drew Holiday right now. It's fair. I'm, I'm not saying Pelton was wrong. I'm just saying that's that that was just too much for me to pay. Yeah. Uh, Pels, you really, I think you might be overrating compared to the league, the negativity of the Wiggins contract, but I mean, that, that does hurt you. I think like, like you're basically punting on 2021 cap space for Wiggins. And I, is there just knowing that you really like at number two for this team? Not particularly. I don't, I mean, the, if it's the ball brothers playing together, if Melo slips there, I mean, that's intriguing, but uh, I, I, I think the key issue for the Warriors is they don't have that kind of middle tier asset to throw in here you've got right. those two picks that you're really excited about but then everything else is your own picks so you have to go pretty far out until those get interesting so i i think that you know just one of those two picks and wiggins for as i laid out like that's what was worth d'angelo russell drew holiday is a lot more valuable league wide than d'angelo russell so that doesn't make sense but both of those picks is probably too much the the only middle ground i thought of was pascal but i i didn't know if he would move the needle enough for you yeah, I don't think so. I mean, to me, the middle ground, I guess, would maybe be if New Orleans is sending this year's pick back. Oh, so, okay. Okay. Well, anyone who's seen our YouTube videos knows that I don't wear formal stuff all the time. So when it's time to dress up rather than dress down, I highly recommend Inochino. They were the official outfitter of my wedding. I got my tux from there. All my groomsmen got their sport jackets from there as well. I felt really good about having them be the outfitter of my wedding because all of my groomsmen were going to get stuff that they could continue to wear that fit them perfectly. Because when you go somewhere else, you're not going to get something that's made for you. So why not measure yourself in 10 minutes or visit a showroom rather than feeling like you're wearing somebody else's suit that they tried and failed 
to tailor for you and not only does indochino have the suits that made them famous but now they've got everything blazers pants women's wear outerwear designed and made for you hundreds of high quality fabrics to choose from european wools linen cottons tons of colors tons of patterns you can customize things like the lapel the vents the pockets and you'll get a piece that is personalized for you in fit and style level up your game with indochino go to indochino.com use the code capspace user in capspace we talk about all the time here on the program you get 10 percent off any purchase of 399 dollars or more that's 10 percent off at indochino i-n-d-o-c-h-i-n-o indochino.com and don't forget that capspace code to let them know that you came from us Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. All right, we got it. We got a deal here. We don't need to continue with this any longer. We do need to move on to Chris Paul. Reports have indicated that he's actually interested in playing in Phoenix. Brian Windhorst reported he thought it was a more than 50-50 chance that that deal gets done. So, Thunder, Suns, do you think you can work something out here? And also, I mean, maybe actually probably the better thing, I think we have a good idea of what the basic parameters are, Thunder and Suns. Uh, Is that correct, Thunder and Suns? I I am both teams, and the answer is yes. Uh, Nate will take over the Suns if if pertinent. But I'll, I'll tell you just briefly from Oklahoma City's perspective, we... I, we're not looking to like obviously be a tax team or anything this year, but we have so much coming off our books that it isn't, we don't have to be aggressive in like shedding money. That's not the primary purpose of this. If we can get, if we can get better assets to take on some, we'll do it, but you know, we're making a cost benefit analysis just like everybody else. So we, we will listen to offers from all over the place and it's the best thing for, for Oklahoma city though. If we can make Chris Paul happy at the same time, we'll make Chris Paul happy at the same time. So is it fair to say that as it stands now, Phoenix's current offer is basically just Ricky Rubio and Kelly Oubre and maybe you know some of their lower level contracts to match salary like uh, Ty Jerome or Jalen LeCue or or Chick Diallo if they opt him in and and they're not throwing anyone else in at this point? Is that is that where we're kind of standing at as Phoenix's offer? It'd be a first round pick in there, right? Uh, well, I, well, here, I'll tell you this, if I'm taking over Phoenix, that's my offer right now. And I'm going to challenge Oklahoma city to say that they have something better that they're willing to take, because unlike with the Pels as Phoenix, I am not buying this idea that you're holding on to Chris Paul going into the season. <laughs> so do, do, uh, other teams, if you want to call us, you, you kind of know the offer that's on the table. It's, you know, it, the present value of those guys, it doesn't matter a ton to us though we could theoretically flip them into other things. Um, but if you can, if you can give us more, we're happy to listen. <sighs> Lakers, you have a you have possibility some some Cliff yeah, Paul Lake, ret- some Cliff Lakers, Paul returns. Lakers here, we would do um whatever we need to do in terms of matching salary, and uh, we'd throw in our distant tradable first round pick, unprotected. Uh, let's make it top four protect. So that's that's the twenty twenty seven first rounder. Uh, twenty twenty six, I believe. No, you're right. Twenty twenty seven, correct. Um, and so that that deal would have to be. For the Lakers in terms of matching salary, assuming that Avery Bradley and JaVale McGee are going to opt in, which as the player agent, I can tell you that they are going to. And you got to get up to a little over $33 million, So that means you'd also have to guarantee Quinn Cook, Alex Caruso, Kyle Kuzma, I think has to be in that deal also, Lakers, uh, to get oh, up to the matching yeah, salary. Okay, we're going to take out that first round pick, uh, but but we would... Um... 
But you're getting uh, the 28 pick this year. I forgot Kuzma had to be in it. You're right. Uh, so so this would be our offer. Danny Green, Avery Bradley, JaVale McGee, Kyle Kuzma, uh, Quinn Cook, partially guaranteed whoever it needs to be, and the number 28 pick this year. It should be 29, right? Isn't it 29? Is that a typo? Could be. No, I believe it's 28. No, it is, it is 28. Record. Yeah, we went over this. I went over this earlier where I had it as 29, and it was actually 28. Oh, oh, because it's because uh, they had the same record as the Raptors. No. Yeah, why isn't it 29? Didn't they have the second best record in the league? Well, the Raptors are picking 29th. I, I don't know okay. why. Well, then, because uh, the, the seeding games counted is the reason. Oh yeah, seeding okay. games counted for playoff teams, but not for lotto teams. That's where I got lost. Okay, thank you. Uh, so uh, as the Thunder here, I will tell you, Suns, that is a meaningfully better offer to us because we get we get assets and we get Kyle Kuzma, who is a better player than than you offered, who has team control because he's a restricted free agent. Uh, what would you want from us as the Suns to beat that offer? Would you be willing to include Cam Johnson, or is he completely off the table? No, I think he's off. The, he's going to be starting for us for a long time. Like that's the, okay, the, uh, and particularly if we're moving Kelly of, Oubre for the rest of his career, two more years. <laughs> so I mean, if we're getting Kyle Kuzma and the twenty eighth pick back, and we're not taking on long term money, number ten, or your unprotected pick next year, if you want to make that bet. Well, what if we did number 10, but you give us back the 25th pick that you have right now? Okay, so basically it's okay, so it's 10, 10 for 25 versus Kuzma and a late first. But you're also getting Ubre. I think Ubre could have some positive trade value. Yeah, I'm I, I would take that that's a close call, but I would take the Suns offer over that. So Lakers, you need to step it up or you're or you're gone. Or if any other team wants to walk into this conversation. Uh Lakers here, yeah, we can't really do anything else. Um w- unless you want a very protected pick. Because once we're including Kuzman this year's pick, uh that, that distant first rounder would need to be very protected. I'm guessing that wouldn't put it over the top. Uh C- Chris Paul's agent here, Sam Presti. I, I was okay with going to Phoenix and being a part of a young team, but I didn't know that I it was realistic for me to actually have a chance to go play with my buddy LeBron here. Um, and guess what? I'm going to be a total cancer in Phoenix, and I don't want to be there at all if I find out that the offers were close and I could have gone to the Lakers. So, And as the Players Association president, I will trash the Oklahoma City organization up and down to everybody that I possibly can if you don't send me to the Lakers. Okay, Lakers, here. Here's here, to make your offer closer. <laughs> how about how about an unprotected swap right in 27? So you don't have to give up the first, you will still have one, but if we can we can swap if we want. Uh, I just got some intel from Chris Paul that he wants to be here and uh I you know you, you guys are a stand-up organization. You've always said you want to do right by him. We're not going to be fooled like the the Clippers were. Uh, into just negotiating against ourselves. We're oh, going to oh, hold really? firm on oh, our really, offer. Rob Zalika, that's not what you're going to do? You're not going to negotiate against <laughs> yourself for a star player who wants to be there? That 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 would be a stark... stark... <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 and like, really, that's Phoenix's problem. If, if, Phoenix, if, if Phoenix is uncomfortable with it, but as uh, they seem enthusiastic, they think they can sell him. And remember, Chris Paul's under contract for two more years, unless he wants to opt out. And if he wants to opt out, more power to him. Yeah, we'll hold steady. Our cap space goes goes further in Los Angeles. Like we'd like to have Chris Paul, we do that trade, but we'll, we'll hold at that offer, and uh, you can do what you want to do and live with the consequences. Okay, so Phoenix, it, it comes back. It comes back to you. We have this Lakers offer. If your offer is better to us, we will take it. So, how do you feel about the murmurs that exist? Oof. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, Chris Paul. I think he is a professional. I think he wants to win. It would give some legitimacy 
to our franchise. We need someone at that position. We haven't made the playoffs in 10 years. Well, and one one other thing to note here as the most of the time Suns GM is that by doing this trade, you also still have that $17 million to use as opposed to if you were doing something like a Fred Van Vliet deal where you would burn your space at the same time. No, that's that's a great point too, right? And uh, so I, I think we're, we're willing to keep that offer on the table as the Suns, uh, much to the chagrin of Chris Paul and his agent. We're going to prove that we're a quality organization. Okay. So Thunder, are you guys going to take that? Yes, we will. Wow, I can't believe it didn't work for the <laughs> to get him to the Lakers. I'm kind of glad. I, I just don't see the Lakers making that move. The math is just too tough. Like I could actually see the Lakers getting more involved in a Drew Holiday trade just because it's he makes so much less money. I know it's Chris Paul and he's LeBron's friend and everything like that, but that's the kind of move you make if you have a disappointing playoffs, not if you win the championship. Yeah, but the Lakers can't just run it back and expect to win again. Like they still need to be, I think, aggressive in upgrading. Agreed. Yeah, I, I mean, truth. Sure. Truth be told, if the Lakers were interested, I don't think Chris Paul would actually be having these discussions. Uh, Chris Paul would be having these discussions with the Suns and actually wanting to be there. Like he would want to go to LA if that really were an option, but it doesn't seem like it probably is. Um, So this, this is seems like the more realistic result, even if maybe it doesn't happen until after the new league year. Um, What is, let's get the exact terms of the trade in. We've got Ricky Rubio, Kelly Oubre, number 10 swapped for number 25. Uh, and then what else do we need in terms of salary to get there? Uh, does Ty Jerome get us there? I think it does, right? But Phoenix would rather do guarantee either Shaq Diallo or Akobo. Yeah, that's yeah. probably true. I think we, yeah, yeah we, we would want to just do those two guys yeah, instead. So we'll, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. So we'll we, yeah we'll do it that way. That seems especially considering Phoenix is it'll, giving up ten in this deal. It only has to be one of those two guys. Yeah. So it'll be uh, Oklahoma City here. We'd rather have Akobo roll the dice. Well, I'll I'll, t- I'll tell you what actually. Uh, Jalen LeCue is guaranteed for 1.5 million. I don't think he's. Although enough. I guess we're I doing we're doing only... this trade after free agency anyway, so it doesn't matter. You're not going to get any extra space. Right. Well, I, th- I think he's the one salary him, that's so. not enough. That is correct. Yeah. Well, no, it would have been him and one other guy just so we could get off the guaranteed salary, but that's okay. Yeah. So Diallo and Akobo, uh, congratulations, you guys are both in the league for another year. <laughs> uh, well, we'll, just, here. we'll do just we'll do just Akobo because you can just cut Diallo. The math works without with just a couple, right? Yes. yes. Okay. Lakers here. We'll look forward to Chris Paul joining us uh, the following season when the Suns buy him out uh, when they're way out of the playoff race. <laughs> oh, man. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right, so this is Russell Westbrook's agent here. As you know, Houston, we are going to be demanding a trade. We already have demanded a trade. Things move quickly here. You know, it only took six hours from a plausible, eventual possibility demanding a trade to become an actual, eventual possibility. 
I, I've trashed your culture in the media now. The accountability has been terrible. I want the ball in my hands more. I had to completely change my game. Get me out of here. I want to be the man again. Uh, I'm not going to be happy if you keep me around. Wizards here. Uh, we'll offer John Wall straight up. Rockets here. No. But I think uh, I think we just set the mark. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, so, some reports today that Charlotte could be interested. Uh, Hornets, you guys, uh, you got any interest in uh, Russell Westbrook? I mean, I just I just want to win. That's all I want to do. Uh, you know, we, we need I need to be a part of a better culture. So happy to go to, to Charlotte instead of Houston. Hornets here. Brockets, do you have any assets left? Because we we could make this deal work, but we're going to need first round picks. We you know you we don't have any salary nearly as negative, nearly as long as Russell Westbrook. And when we look at your at your docket, because you gave up so much for Russell Westbrook, it's hard for us to see the you having the sweeteners because especially your young talent base is bad. Yeah, we're we're not going to uh, pay to unload him. We can just stretch him if we need to. <laughs> the seven year stretch i actually would that even be legal wouldn't that be that's just more we're not actually gonna stretch him yes i know but but because we're cba dorks here you can only have what 15 percent of the cap as stretch salary every year like it'd be getting pretty close you know what what if uh corona hits like they work things out like what if the salary cap they change how they're doing it and it drops they change their mind on this raise and all of a sudden, now they're over the 15%. You just got to kick the Rockets out of the league. <laughs> oh, man. Does that mean we don't have to pay our players anymore? <laughs> so so no traction here with Charlotte. Are there any other teams that would be interested in Russell Westbrook? Come on, Knicks. Yeah, the Knicks are thinking about it. The Knicks are thinking about it. We're, we're going to sit on our hands. Uh, magic here. Uh, we probably need somebody to take over as one of our GMs because I'm both the Rockets and the Magic. Uh, but if the Magic can throw together some junk contracts, uh, they'd be interested. Uh, you know, we could maybe even include Aaron Gordon. I know you're trying to win right now. He he could be a nice fit for what you're doing. We could maybe even include him. Uh, but we'd want back some significant assets too. Uh, looking at those top four protect, protected picks you've got, like maybe we could get them if they land in the top four. Something like Vucevic and Aaron Gordon. So do you want to just respond to yourself now? or? Well, I was kind of hoping somebody would. <laughs> would take over uh, one of those teams um well the the only problem there is that the rest of us have brains and probably aren't that interested <laughs> in trading I, for i'm not sure which side you're talking about from <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah I man that's, I, I will insulting. say i do love the idea of trading for just the little soft underbelly of that houston pick it's like <laughs> you're basically just betting on disaster and there are worse bets to be made <laughs> um yeah i mean i i think like just generally magic all you're trying to do is just like just do a dump uh yeah i mean and also get russell westbrook like we think he could probably help us more than most teams yeah i i guess it really it really comes down to houston i mean are you are is houston willing to give up assets to get off of of westbrook or not yeah probably not i don't think we're intrigued enough by aaron gordon to like give up those assets and take on bad money also I mean, because that's the problem here, right? Like, that's why this trade request is so hilarious. Because usually when you're asking to be traded, it's someone who's a positive value asset. Like, organizations don't fulfill trade requests by giving up more to get rid of the guy. That's not how it works. Charlotte, are, are you really not interested in, like, Batum, Zeller, and a lottery-protected first-round pick? 
We are not. I mean, that's so much money to go on our books. I mean, so so Batum and Zeller both expiring contracts. Then we're paying Russell Westbrook forty four point two million the following season and forty seven point one the year after that. Even though our cap space isn't that valuable, it has some value. And it's not like he's going to elevate us to anything. Might, and he's not even going to sell us tick, sell tickets this year. So no. I'm guessing uh, you still look at Terry Rozier as a positive asset. Positive enough. I mean, well, I, I, I just mean they, we're not going to bridge the gap by including no, we're not going to make us further by, away. We're not going to bridge the gap by Terry Rozier. See, I, I, I think that this is a, it's a, it's, it, it, we're just not there yet. now. In a year, maybe we have, maybe we have some sort of conversation. But right now, I just don't think we're there. Clippers, are you interested? I, I know Kawhi wants a, a oh. point guard. No, okay, well, that was a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I think if there's not a team that's actually willing to give up any kind of positive value for Westbrook, we can probably move on at this point, I would say. I think so. Afraid so. So the next thing we have to talk about, our last real trade discussion before we get to the mock draft, is Golden State has this trade exception, $17.2 million that expires basically right at the moratorium the reporting was that bob myers has said he hasn't been told to use it or and he hasn't been told that he cannot use it and other reporting indicated that the warriors were looking for a special opportunity to use that so warriors why don't you throw some ideas out here see if some teams are interested in making a deal related to that exception uh we will absolutely do that but first uh do we want to do an adjudication from the collective from the from the hive mind on whether a stair step trade is permissible because there are some players we're interested in that cost more and so the, basically the stair step would be we acquire somebody and then we use that to because the the salary matching rules are more lax on a player than on the trade exception itself i think probably not i think you'd have to chance taking them into the season and you could maybe do like hey we're we're planning on doing this and the other team's planning on doing this and then once the season starts you could probably get away with it but that, things could always go south that's pretty much my belief as well i, th- I think that you can't do it as like a, a rapid fire transaction and remember it pretty much has to be one this year because training camp starts a couple weeks um okay that's that's totally fine uh, so the way that i was thinking about doing this as the warriors i have a series of different ones is i will lay out kind of like what i would be theoretically giving up i will say the player and team and if that team thinks it's worth discussing say yes if it's not say no um so we'll start this and i'm not offering the wolves pick or number two in any of these these are just other so we could give our own freezer first you know something of that a lower level asset is the way to think about this first first call is to the houston rockets about robert covington no indiana tj warren no philadelphia josh richardson no orlando jonathan isaac no can i interest you in aaron gordon though no well, also, Aaron Gordon makes um, uh, just too much, right? Just yeah, Aaron Gordon makes eighteen point one, so that's too much. So he runs into the stair step problem. Miami old friend Andre Iguodala, you'd clear a lot, you'd clear a bunch of spending power um, for yourselves this offseason if you want. Like, I think it'd be easier for you. Anyway, I don't need to sell you. It's your choice. That's intriguing. So we were thinking about this straight yeah. up. Basically, we would take him on. Danny's dreams are maybe coming true. Can we get back to you on that? After, I mean, we, I know you have to make the decision the second day of free agency, but can we get back to you then after we've talked to Goran Dragic? If we haven't used it yet, yes. Okay. Portland, Trevor Reza. No. New Orleans, JJ Reddick. No. New York, Reggie Bullock. Yes. For for basically minimal asset? Not a first, like just something. I mean, we'd take like uh, your first next year, it'll be low. Uh, we're not giving up a first for Reggie. Um, and say- then 
we this tend to be, second back. That that's uh. Let's see. I, I'm I'm gonna say as Bob Myers, I think that's a little bit small. It's interesting though. Um, okay. and then the last one. This is kind of it's sort of a, a it is a trade exception trade. San Antonio. We could do Patty Mills for Kavon Looney, and that saves you a bunch of money, and we get Patty Mills. That's interesting because our proposal for you was Rudy Gay for 2021's Minnesota second round pick. We don't think Rudy Gay. I mean, he's he's interesting, but I think we're going to try to solve that forward problem a different way. Patty Mills for Looney that it costs us a little bit less, and it really helps our guard rotation. So just straight up. Yep. As much as we love Patty, part of our you know he's going to come back and be part of our coaching staff as soon as he retires. I, I think that's a deal we would do. Okay, so now we're going to go back to Miami. Miami, we would rather have Andre Iguodala. Um, oh, actually this, San Antonio, would you be willing to wait for an extra day in case like, is this, or is this something that's, that you're really excited about? Uh, no rush from our part. Okay. So Miami, you, we, we have a deal on the table, but if you want, but we'll talk to you mid partway through free agency. Good. I mean, we should check Patty Mills is free, uh, agent. You, you're okay with this? Go on. I mean, do I have a choice? No, but we want to do right by you. Oh, I see. Do you want to? Yeah. I mean, I think I'd rather be no. like, if there's anywhere to go, it's going to be a contender. The Warriors, particularly because I mean, I'm sure we're going to have that conversation of, "Hey, your role is going to be reduced this year." We're trying to highlight these young guards. You know, I'm going to be probably the fourth guard in the rotation. You know, I think I would rather rather move to Golden State. I assume I'll I'll be playing a similar role to what I've had in San Antonio, right, Golden State? That is our intention. Yes, it's near where you went to college. Yeah, St. Mary's. Yeah, no, that's a great point. Closer to Australia. That's exactly what I was going to say. Maybe we, uh, can, although, maybe we can get Bogut back. Uh, <laughs> although, you know, when you do like the actual like flight flight path, it's probably not that different, right? I've been watching way too many geography YouTube videos lately. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so uh, I will toss it to you guys now. So that that was kind of my framework of this. Um, do you guys think? Do you guys think that's reasonable? I'd be surprised if that's the direction that the Warriors go, just because I, I don't think another small guard is really what they need. Well, he's also could be a matching salary to do some stuff sure. later as well. Mm-hmm. I think that's like you're. Well, it's only. I mean, it's basically seven million more bucks, right, for Patty Mills. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, and to also get a bigger salary and to get off of Looney as well, I think that's and like, Looney's player option for twenty twenty one slash twenty two. Yeah. To me, Gay is a more likely spur to go to the Warriors. Yeah, he might just be too expensive, though, for the production that he's providing. I think that the fact that he's cheaper, you know, do you want to game makes what four million more dollars? So that's like 16 more million in actual cash. No, it's like one point ish. One point seven more. Yeah, because he'd go to 15 million. His salary would count as 15 million because one of his incentives would become likely if he got traded to the Warriors. No, I guess it wouldn't because it's wins, but you would probably pay it. Yeah. Well, that's that's what uh, Bob Myers wanted to do. So if, if we're if you guys have agreement, or are you are you still waiting? It's, it's tentative. We're going to wait. I, we would prefer Iguodala, and it seems like both sides are both sides are open to it potentially. Okay. And we know that we know that the, the Heat would not take on Kevon Looney's expiring Kevon Looney's player option. So that's a, a non-starter part of that. Well, so those the teams that turned down the Warriors. That was based on it just being straight up taking him into the trade exception, right? Or was that based on? I offered like basically a... a late first for everybody through Josh Richardson, and then okay, and then the other ones it was more straight up. Gotcha. All right, so we done on that? I think so. Yeah. So no draft picks have changed hands as of yet, at least in that are significant enough that they're really going to affect what teams are going to do in the off season. But let's get into our mock draft and. We're going to give some autonomy, but also try and select players that 
that team realistically would be interested in. So Minnesota Timberwolves, you are on the clock with the number one overall pick. Anyone have an offer that can knock our socks off or we're going pretty much straight through, right? Yeah, I think so. I think we just for time constraints, we probably need to just get to the actual uh free agency yeah. itself okay uh so so basically just if unless somebody has an offer just go right in um minnesota is going to take lamello ball with the number one pick while he is a little bit overlapping he is the best he's the best player and we think that we can do something with him moving forward golden state the golden state warriors assuming we keep the second pick which we are right now we are going to take james wiseman his defensive potential is intriguing and we think that he can contribute at least at a low level during these years as he's developing and he's going to have great guys to learn from with the third pick in the 2020 nba draft the charlotte hornets select anthony edwards he's the most talented player left on the board we need to bet on upside anthony edwards is that upside I didn't realize we gave you the top three picks. <laughs> we we split this up. I think we split these up before we even realized that we were going to have to do a, a mock draft. All right, chalk so far. Bulls here. With the number, Who you got at number four? With the number four pick, we'll take Tyrese Halliburton, wing from Iowa State. We think he uh, fits in with the players we have. We'll make it easier to evaluate everybody and can be a long-term piece. Cleveland Cavaliers, number five overall. The Cleveland Cavaliers are going to select Denny Avdia. Any thinking there behind that one? Well, we have such great guards. I mean, how could we possibly bring in another guard? Uh, I, I also suspect our owner would be pretty excited if we drafted Denny Avdia. Ooh, yeah. Maybe bring over Omri Caspi again, too, as a mentor as well. They played together last year. All right, let's see. Now i got to figure out what I'm doing in Atlanta. <laughs> Number six overall. Did I steal your pick, your pick KP? Uh, I was hoping that Halliburton would still be out there, but mostly I forgot I was drafting with the Cavs. <laughs> So here, here's who you still got out there. You got Obi Toppin, Isaac Okoro, Patrick Williams, Onyeko Okongwu, Devin Vassell, Killian Hayes. I think we'll go with Isaac Okoro. Try another shot at a young 3 and D wing. All right. Well, that, that's what ESPN has it mocked as well. So you're a good company man there. Pistons. We're going to take Patrick Williams forward from Florida State. Young, uh, interesting defensively, growing offensively. We think uh, he can grow with us. Eighth overall pick, New York Knicks. We're going down to nine. We're going to the Wizards, and and then we're going to cut it off. The Knicks are going to take, man, we are torn here, but we're going to take Killian Hayes. I think he can be our point guard of the future. He'll have a chance to develop into that. Uh, This takes a little pressure off our need to go get a point guard in free agency, although we will still be interested. Between Hayes and R.J. Barrett, just everyone else is going to have to stand on the right side of the floor at all times. (laughs) The floor is going to tilt to one side. <laughs> <laughs> Wizards, finish it out here. Number nine overall. Uh, with the number nine pick, the Wizards are taking Onyeka Okongwu. Uh, fills our need for a big man, especially a defensive-minded big man. And uh, that makes Obi Toppin the faller in our mock draft. Crying in the green room. Okay. So, I mean, do, just quickly, does that mock draft change any priorities for any of these teams? Uh, for the Knicks, slightly. Uh, maybe a little less aggressive going after point guards, but not a ton. Atlanta has a ton of wings, but that's not going to stop us from pursuing them in free agency anyway. Yes. I don't know that anything can stop them from pursuing wings. <laughs> uh, uh, and my my teams aren't aren't really changed. I mean, the war- the Warriors in Minnesota are kind of locked into what they are. And then um, Charlotte, they just need all the help they can get. So There was a Lou Williams joke in there, by the way, about pursuing wings. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, the Wizards are going to be a little less desperate to add another big man. Uh, it gives them a little more flexibility to be below the tax instead of spending with the MLA to do that. So that will do it for part one of the 2020 mock-off season. A reminder, if you're listening to this on the free version, the rest of this where we find homes for all of the major free agents, find out what happens with that Golden State $17.2 million trade exception. That's available exclusively to Dunked On Prime subscribers with no ads, as are, of course, our other four podcasts per week. The fifth one you'll get ad-free, and we're offering that great special at 35% off the monthly price if you sign up for a year of Dunked On Prime total access you can get copies of our cap sheets updated in real time during transaction periods access to the dunked on prime discord danny's and my chats and tons more odds and ends exclusive mailbag podcasts that are available only to subscribers so again i hope that you will sign up we have gift subscriptions available as well and we look forward to seeing you in our community thanks for listening Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.